Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of Story Time. And if I remember correctly, the first one that I've gotten to start for the new year. I'm David Miller, one of your hosts, and my uh, other host. It's me, with me. it's me, Michael it's, Santel, the other him, guy. I'm Michael over here. Santel. Don't forget about me. I'm over here. Hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I was about to say I'm looking right at you as I'm about to introduce you, but you don't know. I could be looking at the other person on my screen, who is Eric Zipper, back to tell us more of Lost. Welcome. Hey, everyone. I'm back, back again. <laughs> Here we are. Shady, Shady's back. Tell a friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's more lost. We're still on the island. Everyone's can, still on the island. Hold no on. one knows I, anything. I, I need to ask you a question, and they're not going to know because this, it was all off recording when we talked about it, but you got to do an unexcited mumbly song bit, but you didn't let like want me to do my un, unexcited mumbly song bit. Oh, well, that's because yours was more exciting. You got two, two into singing Mamba Three, four, five. Everybody no, stop it. it. Ride to the... I, I don't know any of the words to that song. Except for when he's naming all the women, and then I know all the words to that song. You, gotta, you need oh, to give no. yourself a quarantine challenge, and you need to learn that fucking song. You need to be able to just, like, recite that song. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> this is such me. a weird coincidence because from this point forward, that song is in every episode of Lost. I oh, no! somehow knew that intrinsically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a great wraparound. We're back to Lost. I have to admit to you guys, I don't hardly remember anything about where we left off. What we have someone yeah. in, in a in a jail cell, right? Yeah, Locke, Locke, was, Locke was grilling that good actor guy, and they were like, we're <laughs> yeah. different, but the same. Yeah. 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 Michael Emerson, the man with the world's most naturally creepy face, yes. um, says his name is Henry Gale and he crashed in a balloon, and they don't know if they believe him, and he's kind of playing Locke and, like, asking Locke why Jack is in charge and, like, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, manipulate him a little bit. Drive and, a wedge uh, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Michael had run off into the woods to try to go get Walt back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, where's Vincent at? He's around. Okay. All right. He's on I the just, beach. He's like, <laughs> his best dog life. He's I just, fine. I just always got to check in and make sure he's there and he's okay and he's around. Yeah. He's Sometimes around. he just like won't show up for a while. He just goes off into the jungle and lives his dog life. and then he's Honestly, around, that's probably know? paradise for him. He's having a great old time. Yeah. He doesn't know yeah. there's harrowing situations <laughs> happening on this island. Yeah, I, I don't think the dog is aware of the heroin. <laughs> no, yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vincent the dog could not give less of a shit about the hatch, you guys. Yeah. He does not know about the hatch. He does not care about the hatch. I don't know. If um, he knew that there was a kitchen down there, he might want to go down there and beg for some food scraps. That's actually probably true. Yeah, but he couldn't get down that ladder, so it's probably best right. that he doesn't know about it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so where are we? We're in season two, but where are we in season two? We're approaching the end of season two. We are starting with episode 16 of season two. Right on. Uh, um, all right. I, I, I don't, don't know, know that if we'll I... make it to the end of the season today, but I think we will at least make it to a momentous occurrence. Wonderful. I, I don't know if I have many predictions because I barely knew even where we were at. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I feel like there's going to be that wedge driven further. Oh. 
That, uh, remember Jack was talking to Anne Lucia about trying to, like, train people and get, like, an army together. And oh, yeah, because we got to go to war against the After others. the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they, like, are awful. They've been, like, killing so many people. And there's, like, a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, Anna Lucia took a staff, and she jabbed it in the ground, and she jumped over everyone, and she was like, let's get down to business, everybody. And she starts not... training everybody in a training <laughs> that... montage. <laughs> all right. That's that's your that's your song bit you got to do. Now we've all had a song bit. We're done. <laughs> Great. See, she she asked them, did they send her daughters when she very clearly okay. stated she needed sons. <laughs> she needs sons to protect China. So uh, this episode is yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, let's just, we'll, we'll, let's just we'll, we'll give the it. predictions as they come to us, okay? This is, we'll just sprinkle the predictions in, in this one. <laughs> there's, no, there's no format here. There's no yeah, rule. No. All right, so we're on episode 16. Which is called The Whole Truth, and it's Sun and Jin-centric. Oh, great. Um, Their flashbacks involve them trying to have a baby but having trouble conceiving. Uh, But, you know, Sun is worried because she doesn't like that Jin works for her shady dad. Yeah. And Jin basically thinks that having a kid will fix all their problems. Yeah. And it turns out that Sun is getting English lessons from Jihei, that guy who was... Uh, sorry, from Jay Lee. From Jay Lee, that guy who was her uh, her suitor uh, oh, before uh-huh. she met Jin. Um, so she's getting English lessons from him, but it also seems like they're flirting and maybe having an affair. Okay. Uh, because she wants to leave Jin and run away to America and get away from him and her dad. So oh. that's why she's learning... That's why she's and, learning English. So, like, she she married Jin, but she still, like... Because she married Jin, like, against the wishes of her dad, right? Right. But now he works for her dad and is becoming, you know... So it's like part he's part of the of, problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but uh, the doctor tells Sun she's infertile. Uh, but then at the end of the episode, the doctor rolls up and is like, hey, I need to tell you something. It's actually Jin who's infertile, but I was scared to tell him that. Oh. Oh, no. So that's Uh-oh. their flashbacks. Yeah. Does Yikes. she, do, or do we, I wonder if, well, okay, prediction. In a fight coming up, she'll let him know he's the reason why they can't have babies. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> so, so is that flashback, like, relatively soon before the plane crash? It's sometimes kind of unclear. Sometimes it takes a few flashbacks of a character to sort of get a sense of what the timeline is. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah. But, like, essentially we get the sense that he doesn't know that information still? No, but she's getting, like, ready to leave, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so he does not know that. Because, um, meanwhile, on the island, he's being all-controlling and won't let her be in her garden because she got attacked in her garden before. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And so they have a big fight, and he ends up ripping all the plants out of the ground. And oh, totally no. That's a, what a that's, dick move. They're that's... on an island. They need this nourishment. Why would you do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, uh, it's not that this is, like, a space she likes to go and talk shit about you. She's growing food for the people on the <laughs> island. This is a big deal. It's an only productive and good, healthy thing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like it. He's, I mean, like, yeah. people have gotten attacked everywhere. on the, People have gotten attacked in true. the camp in the middle of everyone on this island. So, like, I feel like that's not really the greatest uh, uh, reason to, like, not do something. 
Yeah, but he. But I get it. Trying I mean, to control her has been a thing this whole time, you know. Um, and uh, and so she like after the fight storms off and she doesn't feel well and she asks Sawyer for a pregnancy test because remember Sawyer has hoarded everything, all the medicine and the guns and right, right, all the shit people need. Uh, and she takes it and she tests and it's positive. Uh-oh. And only only Kate is there with her and Kate is like being her confidant and like. So she won't tell Jin, and they go to Jack to be like, "Yo, how accurate are these?" And Jack is like, "Pretty, pretty good. Is it, They're pretty good." Is it, is it Jin's baby? Did she have an affair? Did See, now that's the, the question. F- so it, well, it would, it would imply question. that there's an affair, but also we're on the island where a person who couldn't walk can now. So, right. <laughs> so maybe while right. here, Jin is no longer infertile because. Are the you island saying is that crazy. you think the island put a baby in her? The, island, the island is fucking her. It the might have made Jin not infertile anymore, yeah. though. And oh, okay. Yeah. It put so a little pep in his step. Yeah, it, it added. Yeah, it gave his seed. <laughs> gave the him seed a little. <laughs> gave him a little zhuzh, You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Jin does feel bad about everyone like knowing English except him because like Sun knows English, and so people are like having conversations with her that he can't track, which is frustrating. Yeah, to him. yeah, that, that would be frustrating. Uh, he, he goes and he replants her garden, and he apologizes to her and says that he wants her to, like, help him learn English, and that he's, like, sorry for trying to control her and blah, 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 and she tells him that she's pregnant and tells him that he was the one that's infertile, but reiterates to him that she did not cheat on him. Right. Yay! Listen. Which we don't know here's what's happening. on an audience here's... view, but probably, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, I want to get out in front of this and say I know how it looks. Um, yeah. Uh, that's all the Sun and Jin stuff. Meanwhile, in the hatch, Anne Lucia interrogates Henry Gale, and he draws a map of where his balloon and his dead wife, he says, are. Right, right, right. And we're like, okay, we're gonna go then. So Anne Lucia, Saeed, and Charlie set off, which is tense because Saeed and Anne Lucia, because Shannon died. Oh, yeah, she shot his love... Oh man, yeah. how complicated! Why would they go on a why? Why out of all the people that we have, why do we send the two most contentious people on the, in a small group that will they're need also to two be of the most capable? They're also two of the most capable and competent people on the island. So well, like, yeah, if you need torture or being well, a cop sure. done. Uh, <laughs> I like the I like the idea that his map is drawn in crayons and it's like a dot dot line. It's like a skeleton in a lady dress, and then that's his dead wife. And there's then a, dot dot dot. There's a the little balloon. sort of blobby spot along the way, and there's an arrow pointing to it that says "danger quicksand." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, on their little journey, like, uh, Charlie has a gun with him, and Anna Lucia's like, yo, you don't know how to use that. Give that to me. And Charlie's like, I don't trust you with a gun. You murdered Shannon. Yeah, you and killed one to, of us. <laughs> yeah. Gives it to Saeed instead, but Saeed and Anna Lucia kind of have a moment where they talk it out a little, and Saeed tells her that as much as he's obviously still mad, he blames the others more. Yes. Which okay. makes sense. I mean, yeah, like, Anna Lucia didn't know that right. she was murdering Shannon. Right. Uh, so they kind of work it out. Um, but when they get to where the hot air balloon is supposed to be, they can't find it anywhere, and so they, like, divvy up the land, and they're like, we're gonna keep looking. So on the Um, map now, there's just black question marks where they thought they were supposed to go. They're like, we don't know! (laughs) Meanwhile, the episode ends with that creepy motherfucker in the hatch talking to Locke as he's eating cereal, and he tells them that he... Uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. What kind of cereal? 
I don't recall. I think it is a made up. I think it is a like specifically like a made up like Dharma E brand of cereal. Oh, okay. It's like something with flakes in it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Any chance I get to talk about cereal? I have a lot to say. I know. I know. (laughs) Cereal, the podcast. I just had some (laughs) earlier today. (laughs) All right. Sorry. Important thing that they're talking about. Go ahead. This is the very end of the episode is he mentions to Locke that he drew them a map and sort of sent them off on this quest. And Locke is like, what? And Henry is like, yeah, if I was one of the others, sure seems like I could have walked them right into a trap and there's nothing any of you guys could do about it. And... Locke and Jack are kind of like, uh, and then Henry's like, would you pass more milk, please? And it's just like being menacing. See, you gotta be careful with how much milk you put into your cereal. There's sometimes (laughs) you don't want to have to go back (laughs) to the milk because you're going to put that away right away. Like you're going to have to get up and go back. Are you saying that on the map where it shows the cotton candy stand, that's a trap? That's not a cotton candy stand? (laughs) But I really wanted some cotton candy and he said... He said there's there a cotton, cotton candy, candy stand there. by the hot air balloons and the question marks. Well, that actually does tie us into the beginning of the next episode, which is called Lockdown, in which he immediately is like, I was joking. I was okay. joking. Of course. Okay. Of course. <laughs> I was just kidding. I was joking, guys. No, yeah, but but just by looking at this guy's face, I know for a fact he, he is evil. He is a bad man. <laughs> he's, a bad, he's definitely a bad man. We've all seen this man. We know what he is capable of. Um, this episode is called Lockdown. Can you guess whose episode it is? I can guess uh, how it's spelled. If it's not spelled L-O-C-K-E-D-O-W-N, <laughs> then they missed a big opportunity. Uh, it is not, but that is the implication. Okay, well, they, okay. they messed up. They messed up. <laughs> then it's about Hurley. <laughs> Actually, our next episode after this one's about Hurley. Great. And that one's also called Lockdown Part 2, so it's confusing. <laughs> but that one is spelled L-O-C-K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In flashbacks, Locke is... Remember how he got conned out of a kidney by his, like, terrible dad? I do yeah. remember that, and I think he does, too. Yeah, he really does. Uh, and he's about... But he's kind of moving on, about to propose to his girlfriend. It was played by Katie Seagal, so it's always great to have Oh, that's great. Friend. Um, but they see an obituary and find out his dad died. So he goes mm. to the funeral and is Can like, Can he get the kidney you. back? <laughs> right. Uh, he goes to the Has... funeral and is like, I forgive you, but it's shady and weird and there's no one at the funeral and there's like a car there. And then he fi- sees that car again later at his place and his dad is not dead. He faked his death because some guys are after him for money and he needs Locke's help getting the money because that's the kind of guy that he is. Has wow. Katie Seagal and Steven Seagal ever done a buddy cop Seagal movie? Two God, cigars, I, not, I, wouldn't right. that, I wouldn't wish that upon her. Oh, she'd be so good in it, though. She could really rein him in. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no, it sounds like a pretty good idea. Well, she bails on Locke because she follows him and finds out that he's been lying and, like, helping his dad with this scam, okay. basically. Ugh. And she's like, you keep choosing your dad over me. He doesn't love you. He conned you out of a kidney, and you can't let him go for whatever reason, so I'm out. And she leaves. Yep, yep, okay. That's what's going down with Locke in the flashback. But in the hatch, after, uh, after like, Henry is being all menacing, Jack leaves and leaves just Locke and Henry in the hatch together. Jack, meanwhile, has a fun little scene where he plays poker against Sawyer uh, and tells him <laughs> that if he, if he wins, he wants the medicine back. Because mm. Sawyer hoarded all the medicine, and Jack, as the doctor, should have the medicine. That makes sense. And he, and he kicks Sawyer's ass at poker and wins the medicine. Yeah! How, 
Is that just like he got dealt good cards, or is he a good poker player? Because I He's feel like, like Sawyer, being a con man, would probably be pretty good at cards. Yeah, and then Jack turns out to be even better. What a guy. What a guy. Uh, is it called Lockdown because Locke was just sad when his girlfriend left him? He was just I, he was just down <laughs> in the dumps? I was, I was really proud of you, Zipper, when you said, um, that's what's going down with Locke. That's what's going down with Locke in the flashback. Uh, <laughs> and I, like I, I, I smiled a lot to myself, and 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 we didn't oh, talk about it. That was not on it. purpose. I wish I could take credit for that. That was going down with lock in the lockdown. Lockdown, lockdown. <laughs> uh, no, it's called lockdown because immediately after Jack leaves the fucking hatch, it goes into lockdown. Uh, a t- an alarm starts going off, even though there are forty-seven minutes left on the computer. So timer. it's a different alarm. A different alarm, and then metal doors start closing and trying to lock them in. You gotta call IT. This is an IT problem. (laughs) I I know this is not as important a question, but is the alarm a different alarm, or is it the same kind of alarm? I think it is a different alarm. Cool. That's, I'm glad Um, for that. Uh... But the doors are, like, these big metal, like, thick doors, and Locke tries to hold it open with, like, uh, with, like, he gets a crowbar in, kind of pries it open, tries to hold it open with like a toolbox. But then it crushes his legs it. and he can't walk again. It crushes one of his legs. Oh, it does oh, actually? No! Oh, it shit! Actually, it actually, it doesn't crush it, but a like a bar from it ends up going through one of his legs. No! Oh my God. I, just, I said it as a joke because it seemed too full circle, but it's just full circle it's enough. It's just full circle enough. <laughs> if he would have married Katie Seagal, he could have used his wedding ring like in the abyss to hold off the metal from crushing him, but he wasn't married. Yeah, he didn't know. Oh, just a quick wow. side note. Since quarantine started and shit, my wedding ring doesn't fit my fingers anymore. My fingers are too oh, fat. Yeah. I, None I of my pants fit anymore. I feel like, honestly, I feel like on this show, you said that probably about seven months ago. I look at it all the time, and I just am like, people need to know I'm married. I like my ring. <laughs> I know you're married. Hey, yeah, everyone. Michael Santel is a married man. I'm married. I love it. <laughs> Locke should have gotten married. He yeah, gotten he should have. That's, that's the lesson here. <laughs> he goofed. Um, uh, oh, okay, so, so that's why the episode's called Lockdown, because it literally pinned Locke to the ground. He's locked yeah, he's down. down. He's got a, so real. Locke yeah, is down. He's got a little spike through him. He, he unfortunately needs Henry's help now, because he's the only other person in... Yeah in the hatch so the timer is now starting to run out and Locke tells Henry you have to go enter the numbers oh shit so Henry says he'll do it but only if Locke agrees to protect him from the other people in the group to like have his back and like protect Mm -hmm. him from the other survivors so Henry leaves except then like the counter like runs down and the lights go out and on the door that is pinning Locke we can see in like kind of a black lighty like sort of like you, you can only kind of see it in the darkness there's a map of the island oh now here's the thing when i watched this show while it was coming out i like printed up a picture of that map and studied the hell out of it okay because i was so into the like theories about this show and so there was all this stuff and that map is the main reason that i think there are major reveals about the show and about the smoke monster that they changed partway through because there are things in that map that That never come up or don't Mm -hmm. get paid off and seemed like they were going for one thing and then pivoted and changed their mind what were some of the things that you that you gleamed interest in after looking at that map 
The map refers to like a perimeter of Cerberus, seeming to imply that the smoke monster is like a security measure mm. or like something that is controlled by the Dharma Initiative. Well, and Cer like... Cerberus in particular is right, like that's specifically right. the god that or right. the dog that guards the underworld right. and stops people from leaving it. So, <laughs> still could have been a nickname they had for the monster, but there's some stuff. It's just like there's just little implications and little things and little like question marks and symbols, and some of it ends up paying off and some of it doesn't. Right. So, huh. okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, um, do the numbers get entered? The yeah the the lights come back on and Henry comes out and says that he did what Locke told him to and entered the numbers. Does did Henry don't see him do it? Was Henry aware of this room? Was he aware that someone is inputting numbers on the island? He was not. Okay, okay, so this is all... <laughs> right, so this is also new information to yeah. him and whatever yeah. his fucking devious plan is. He has to take this into oh, account. Oh, and there has to have been a scene in here where they had to yell the numbers to each other, right? So we just got to have another yeah. scene where someone is yelling the sequence of numbers yet again. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh... The only other thing that happens in this episode is that Jack and some of the others on the beach respond to like a noise they hear, and in the jungle they find a big giant crate full of food attached to a parachute. Oh. That seems to have been dropped in, but no one saw something get dropped in. No right. one like heard a plane or anything. Right. They and it's like find... it like seems like it was recently, like this wasn't this hasn't been here for the full right. month and a half all they, or whatever. All, right. all you fucking do on a des desert island is walk around. If a fucking box yeah. showed up, you would pretty much know. Yeah. <laughs> but while they find it, Saeed and Charlie and Anne Lucia come back and mention to everyone that they did end up finding the balloon. And it was exactly where he said it would be. They looked around a little bit, they found the balloon, but Saeed couldn't shake a weird feeling, so he dug up the grave where Henry said his wife was buried. And there was a man buried in there with an ID showing a black man and it said Henry Gale. This ah! woman's not a This woman's not a man. It's a man, baby. Oh, so, oh. so Henry in the hatch did steal this name and stole the like cover story of this balloon. Yeah. But is not this guy. Yeah. Which we all knew because <laughs> yeah. we looked at his yeah. face. We looked at his face. Uh, we FBI. peered into his eyes and saw the depth of evil within. I, I like the idea that that actor is on an FBI watch list because anytime people look <laughs> at him, they're like, like "Excuse me, FBI! I've seen a criminal today." They're like, "Who did you see? He was at Whole Foods and he was buying a sandwich. Is it this actor? Yes." They're like, no, was, he, "Was he the guy from Person of Interest? It yeah, was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. means I think he could get away with anything. Right? Like he'll he'll do a crime and then people would be like, "Did you?" Did you do a crime? And he'd be like, no, 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 I just look like I that. I just look like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. I was just drawn this way. Yeah. The fun thing about him and Locke is that they both kind of look that way. Uh -huh. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. Quinn also has kind of, like, neutral villain face, you know? For sure, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's fun when the two of them are just, like, being weird, creepy guys to each other. Yeah. Um, this next episode is called Dave. Dave. Hey. Hi, I'm Dave. I'm Lil Dicky. Hi, I'm yeah. Dave. Who's yeah. Dave? It's about Lil Dicky. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Dave. Dave is uh, Hurley's best friend, who you may remember was played by DJ Qualls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the Hurley flashbacks in this episode start with Hurley in a mental institution. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, and Dave is there with him, but uh, it quickly becomes clear that the doctors keep telling him Dave is not real. Like, there is no oh, Dave. No. He, like, takes a picture, and there's, like, no one there. And then Dave tries to convince Hurley to break out of the hospital, but Hurley is like, you're not real, and, like, closes the window on him and didn't see him again until now on the island. Oh, no. He sees Dave. Uh... And he sees him while they... So he and Libby are hanging out. He has a big crush on Libby. Yeah. Uh, who's one of the tail section people. And uh, he tells her that he, A, has an eating disorder. And uh -huh. that he was hoarding food that they found in the hatch. And he, like, shows her his stash of food and how ashamed he is. And she's like, well, let's get rid of it. And he's like, okay. And so they, like, go and hand off the food and get rid of the food. And he, like, feels better. And then he immediately hears that this crate full of food has been found. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> And someone suggests putting him in charge of it again because oh, it went so well last time. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he and he runs off, and then he sees Dave walking into the jungle, so he follows. Him. Uh, mm -hmm. Um, man, don't follow a ghost into this jungle; you'll get shot by <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, Look, that's real. Everyone on this show, at one point or another, follows a ghost into the jungle. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Jack did it. <laughs> Shannon did it. Like everyone does that. Locke Everyone did that does right? It. Didn't Locke do that? <laughs> yeah. Everyone. I'm not exaggerating when I say that everyone will do it at least once before the show is over. Locke, so. what's it about? It's a show where people follow ghosts into a yeah. forest. This is definitely a ghost island, for sure. Everything you're telling me sounds like a ghost island. <laughs> what else can you tell me about it? I don't know. Polar bear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's weird energies. There's a smoke pillar. Does he find him? Does he find Dave? So he loses him a couple times, and um, he uh, he like goes to Sawyer uh, like for help, like to find him. And Sawyer's kind of a dick, and Hurley like trashes Sawyer's tent and like reacts to Sawyer in a way that we've never seen Hurley react before. Like gets really angry and is clearly yeah. like scared and like having a hard time. Um, and so he sets off into the jungle to try to go to the caves, and uh, Dave shows up. And starts telling Hurley that Hurley's still in the mental hospital. None of this is real. Oh, no. Obviously, you've had a major psychological break, Hurley. Like, nothing on this island makes any sense. The numbers that you won the lottery with are being broadcast on the island. Isn't that clear evidence that all of this is just taking place in your head? It, oh, no. Question, is this all taking place in Hurley's head? Don't answer that seriously because I want to say yes and I will hold out hope until the end of the last episode that it zooms out and it's just Hurley. Well, he basically walks Hurley to a cliff and is like, the only way to end this, you know, yeah, is you just yeah. gotta walk oh. right off. And Hurley's about to do it when Libby shows up. And oh. he's like, stop, what are you doing? Hurley's like, none of this is real. She's like, of course it's real, I'm real. And she kisses him. Yay. And it's like a sweet, it's like a sweet moment. Hurley has found somebody, and it's it's all nice and cute. Yeah, on the brink but, of suicide, like well, at sure. the worst moment possible. <laughs> <With> dire <laughs> situations bring people together sometimes. <laughs> this is this is also like the point where like Hurley is the comic relief of the show, but he also right. ha like has heavy shit going on. Like his yeah, the yeah. shit he's been through is like is real. You know, the uh, the only other thing that's going on is uh, back in the hatch, um, Henry, because they confront him with the fact that they found the body and know his name isn't Henry, he admits that he's one of the others, but says he's not going to tell them anything. 
Uh, and he ends up really getting in Locke's head by telling Locke that when Locke was pinned by that door, he didn't enter the numbers. He went and he stared at the computer as the numbers counted down. And then they <sighs> reset back to zero. And then it was fine. Nothing happened. Bullshit. And so so he gives Locke this big crisis of faith. You know, he knows exactly how to, like, get into his head. Don't, that's the thing. Okay, so you know in Lord of the Rings when they're walking through the forest and they're about to meet Gandalf again, like, after Gandalf comes back the first time? Yeah. And they, they think it's going to be Saruman, so they're like, okay, just get ready to do this real quick, right? Yeah. Don't let him speak or he'll put you under a spell. That's what the, how they should have dealt with this guy just by looking at his face. Don't let him speak. <laughs> <laughs> or he will cast a spell on you. For real, though. He's the best character on the show. He's great. I love, <laughs> I love this guy. And I can't even use his real name because you don't know right. it yet. Right, 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 right. But, but he's great. I love the, the man you know as Henry. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> the artist people did for a few episodes when we didn't know his full name call him, like, you know, the artist formerly known as Henry Gale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know. The Life and Times oh. of Henry Gale. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so that's going on, and the last thing is that in a last quick flashback, in that moment when the doctor took the picture, we see that Libby was in that mental hospital at the same time Hurley was. Uh, but he didn't know? But he no, didn't know. He, he didn't kind know. of, when they first met, he made a comment about how familiar she seemed. Uh, she was in Ward like, 227. He was in Ward 225. Like, they yeah. just missed each other. They didn't, my, like, know each other. In yeah. There. My question is, does she remember that Good question. they were in the same mental hospital? Uh, and, so, and that's another like flashback of like, hey, look, our disparate threads have overlapped before. They've always right. been, yeah, yeah, intermingled Did in each other. She recognized Hurley from the hospital. Does that's, she know this about what, that's him? That's what I what I just asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you asked is if he knew her there, and I, I'm asking the opposite. No. All right, and this is that we... fun part where I get to now play the clip again. Oh. I literally <laughs> asked that question. Here it is. My question is, does she remember that they were in the same mental hospital? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> it was 45 seconds ago. <laughs> um, so that's Dave. Yeah. Little Dicky. Uh, this next episode is called SOS, and it's the one and only episode in which the flashbacks belong to Rose and Bernard, the old Yay! Yes! They are secretly gods. They're this like also, the Beyonder. This is like they're just they're a couple of, of Beyonders here, and they're just having fun in their playground of mortals. I feel like this episode is going to be like that map. There's going to be a bunch of stuff set up that never gets paid off. Like, they move very quickly away from these people. <laughs> they decided they didn't want to pay off anything that they were doing with these old no, people. No, it's not even that. It's kind of like the nice thing with Rose and Bernard is that, like, well, we'll talk about it more at the end of this episode, but there's kind of a a, 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 a reason that they don't get involved in in all the shenanigans. Okay. Um, <laughs> they're they're uh, super hard right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, in their flashbacks, they meet. It's revealed that they met not too long before this. Like, they've not been together for a long time. They've only known each other for a couple years. Okay, so I'm going to tell you that I think that Couples that are like old people who met when they were old people and get together are mm -hmm. so freaking adorable. I think it's the you cutest thing them. in the world. You would love Rose and Bernard. <laughs> you can look them up if you want and just see what a like adorable couple uh, they are. I don't are. know that I've done that. Actually. Oh, bro, you're gonna your heart's gonna melt when you see them <laughs> because they're so wonderful for each other. 
Let's see, what do we got? Image search, Vi- don't give me the Wikipedia. And Vincent usually oh. hangs out around them too, so they're like a sweet little family. Oh, that, okay, so the they're... guy who plays Bernard is also in Justified. Yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Oh, he totally is. Yeah. He plays such an asshole in that show, but I am ready to like him here. <laughs> oh, I do love them already. Okay, great. Well, after they meet, Bernard proposes like really quick, like four or five months in, and she's like, I have cancer. I only have about a year to live. Oh no. And he's like, well, that, I mean, you know, like. The question stands. I Why not, right? Yeah. I still want to marry oh, you. Tears um, to my eyes. He still loves her, even though she's this, in the worst position this episode, of her life. <laughs> this episode was guest written by Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were on their honeymoon in Australia. That's uh-huh. why they were there. Uh-huh. Uh, but they were also going to this like faith healer that Bernard had heard about, who like had this whole spiel about like electromagnetic energy and how it can heal people. Sure, sure, but he sure. tells Rose, he like takes a look at Rose and is like, Oh, like there's a weird energy here. Like I can't help so, you. Uh, I'm telling you, that's how it starts, right? These hard right conspiracy theorists it's in these <laughs> wellness communities. Right. These... <laughs> but she tells him Friends that she's gonna lie to Bernard and basically tell her husband that like it worked. You know, like uh, right. because he's she's like prepared to die but he's the one who can't like let go yeah accept it yeah um and the only other thing in the flashback is she has a quick meeting with Locke in the airport no one else on the plane knew Locke was in a wheelchair because he like boarded separately but Ah. she but she had a moment where she like dropped something and he like picked it up for her and so uh-huh. she, like, saw that he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, if you have a medical condition, you can sometimes get on the airplane early. They'll yeah, let you yeah. pre-board. Or if you have kids. Yeah, they but do, that's... They do that but, for people with kids. They're like, hey, but, if you have kids, you can go too. Kids is, kids is not a medical condition, David. You know that, right? <laughs> uh, on the island, uh, Bernard basically thinks that everybody has gotten too comfortable and is like given up on rescue. He's like, we should be trying to get rescued and everyone is like making a home here, you know? Uh, fucking greed. Every yeah. day they should be trying to get off this fucking island. <laughs> yeah. He's even like, a plane drops some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, we should make an SOS for that whatever plane dropped that food. But yeah. Rose is like, I don't know. I think we're just going to give people false hope. I think that it's a waste of effort. I think that people are already working on it. She's kind of like, poo-pooing it. It's almost parallel to their previous story. (laughs) Right. Charlie and Echo won't help because they're building a church, which doesn't seem like a great idea, but... I mean, unless they're going to write SOS on the fucking roof of the church! (laughs) Like, it doesn't help us! Guys, stop nesting here! We gotta get the fuck off this island! (laughs) Jin basically, like, quits... Like, Bernard's whole plan is to, like, bring a bunch of rocks to the beach to, like, spell out a big SOS, right? Yeah. Um, uh, but he's not a great at managing people, and everyone eventually kind of, like, bails on him. Mm-hmm. And Rose kind of tells him the same thing, like, maybe this just isn't your gift, maybe you should give up. And he gets more obsessed with, like, building it by himself. And she eventually comes out and brings him dinner and uh, tells him that she lied about being healed by the guy in Australia and apologizes, <sighs> but then tells him... That she can feel, though, that since they've landed on the island, yeah, her cancer is gone. Like, the yeah. pains she was feeling are gone. Like, the tiredness, like, everything she yeah. was feeling. And she saw Locke in a wheelchair. Yeah. And is and seeing not, him walking yeah. around. 
And she's like, I can just feel it. It's gone, and I don't ever want to leave. This is now the third case of miraculous healing, quote-unquote. And it's all right. taken forms of different ways. But another group of people have now experienced the magic of the island. Yeah. 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 And so Bernard agrees. He's like, okay, if being on the island is like the thing that allows us to be alive and together, then, then there it is, I'm yeah. here. And the great thing, the reason that they're not involved in the shenanigans for most of the rest of the show is the two of them build a house and, like, just live happily together on the island, basically, for the rest of the show. They'll pop in periodically to be around or to give advice. Vincent mostly stays with them, like, hangs out at their little yeah. shack. Okay. Vincent, right, like, yeah. hangs out at their shack. And, like, Rose and Bernard basically just decide like we're here we're happy we're together we're not involved in all these mysteries we're just gonna live our life and then they just do we've never even heard the smoke monster yeah we don't even know what anyone is talking about um that's great so yeah so good for them you know uh, I, I, I want to see the kids' spinoff show that's just the dog and those two, like, giving folksy lessons each week. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just a good, fun island show. Yeah, they're just having a nice time. They're living, like, you know, the show is shot in, like, Hawaii. These beaches are gorgeous. All the locations on the show are, like, amazing. Yeah. And those two actors are still living there in that shack to this day. To this they're day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Miller, from now on, whenever you wonder where Vincent is, if he's not around... He's usually with... Sleeping on the porch. Rosenberg. Fine. I kind of feel like the writers wrote that in just so that I'd stop asking where Vincent is. <laughs> well, he still pops in. He's still around sometimes. I just, but that's I his just home need, base. I just need to know that he's okay. Okay. He's okay. He's, like, more than okay. He has, like, the sweetest old couple. They're just, like, <laughs> hanging out. So this means that they also gave up on creating something, a visual marker from the sky. They're, they no he, one, like, Makes the SOS, but like it's not going to do anything. No one knows okay. where they are. Players not don't until they set overhead. it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, the non Rosenbernard stuff that's going on is that Jack wants to do a prisoner exchange. He wants oh. to trade Henry for Walt. He wants to like get Walt yeah. and Michael back and trade them Henry. But Henry is like, they will never give you Walt. They might like give you Michael or something, but they would never give up Walt. Okay. Um, the thing about kids, the thing about kids again, where kids are yeah, somehow yeah. powered yeah, in all of important. this. Important. Yeah. 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 And uh, and also remember, Locke like maybe has powers. So right. Or, sorry, not Locke. Uh, Walt. Walt like, right. maybe right, has right, right. powers. So it's like yeah, he's he's important to them. Um, Locke though is trying to recreate the map that he only saw for like twenty seconds, and he's trying to like remember where things are, and he's dealing with his crisis of Henry saying that he didn't put the numbers in the computer and <laughs> trying to figure out if any of this is real and whether the island cares about him and all that stuff that Locke is usually worrying about. Um, okay. But Jack and Kate take a gun into the jungle to go tell the others, we have Henry and we propose a trade, basically. Yeah. Um, they get caught in a trap, but Kate is like, this isn't an other's trap. This is Danielle, the French lady. You can tell because it's, like, not as sophisticated. <laughs> you can tell because it it says lay before it can. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just Jack even points out, he's like, what do you mean not as sophisticated? And she's like, well, when we went with Claire to that bunker, it turns out that the others, like, have, like, technology Costumes and stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, and they are, like, 
they seem to have their act together in a way that she is like a crazy, you know, she's a crazy woman yeah. living in the jungle, and this seemed like a her thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They talk about the fact that they kissed, and Kate's like, sorry about doing that. It was a weird moment. Jack's like, I didn't mind. <laughs> like, sorry, fine. who's sorry? Why sorry? <laughs> don't be sorry. Don't apologize. We could, I mean, we could do it again. I don't know. Whatever. It's, <laughs> um, when they get to the meeting site, Jack calls out to the others. They don't show up. He's getting mad. And then Michael stumbles out with a torch and falls unconscious. Oh, no. And that's the end of that episode. That's exactly how Indiana Jones starts his Temple of Doom quest. That little kid brings him a little piece of paper. <laughs> Has he been working in a mine looking for precious stones? Kalima! <laughs> um, so, okay. So, here's the thing. Before we jump into this last episode. Yeah. Uh, the reason it'll probably be the last one is because afterwards... There is some real-life behind-the-scenes stuff related to this episode that we might need to talk about. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Some okay. great, some real hindsight. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm ready, I to, give you, I'm ready I wanna, to serve up some hot takes. So, so people watching the show had this behind-the-scenes context before watching the episode, and it okay. probably informed some of it. But I want to tell you guys the episode before telling you this stuff. Okay. And then, and then, And then we'll talk about it. Okay, I, I have an inkling of what I feel like this might be about, but... I might have told you going. about it, like, tw- oh, 20 maybe years not. Ago, maybe know? not. Like, I might oh, be totally okay. wrong, but okay, yeah. okay, all right. I, I thought I knew, but now I have no fucking was, idea. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the episode is called, and we will come back to this, the episode is called Two for the Road. Okay. It's an Anna Lucia episode, again. Um... Her flashbacks pick up immediately after she murdered that guy, the one who shot her and killed. Right. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so, but her mom is like suspicious. So Anna Lucia quits the force and she ends up taking a job as a bodyguard for Jack's dad, Christian, in Australia. Ah. Um, and so she's like running around with him, and Jack's dad goes to this house while he's drunk and bangs on the door, and there's a blonde woman there, and he's telling her like, "I want to see my daughter. I want to see my daughter." <gasps> so it seems that he has. Another kid that a Jack secret may daughter. have an illegitimate sister. Yeah. That he may have a secret daughter running around. Um, well, they better not pull a Luke and Leia and make Kate Jack's sister. It is not Kate. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, and Lucia eventually is like, this guy's the worst. And she bails on him, calls her mom, and is like, don't worry, mom. I'm coming home right now. Which, you know. Which didn't happen because <laughs> she's on a plane. Yeah. Got on a plane, yeah. Um, she's attacked by Henry at the beginning of this episode while she's interrogating him. He, like, breaks loose and, like, goes after her to, like, yeah. try to escape. And Locke ends up stepping in and stopping him. And he's like, you've never attacked me like that. And Locke's like, yeah, you're one of the... Or Henry is like, yeah, that's because you're one of the good ones. Which is the second or third time we've heard the others say that of, like... Uh, we're after these people because they're the good ones. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Lucia is pissed and wants revenge on Henry and asks Sawyer for a gun and he's like no and then they end up <laughs> they... and then they end up kind of flirting and like sleeping together and while he's oh, sleeping oh well, that happened quickly <laughs> yeah because because while he's sleeping she just like takes one of his guns and like 
They right. have beefs on this show like West Side Story. Like someone's like, I gotta get a gun right now. I'm gonna kill him. Like it's always <laughs> such a big deal. You guys can't just go around killing people all the time. Yeah, yeah. And they, yeah. And I, it feel, it felt like they had her and Lucia and Sawyer sleep together to try to like complicate the weird love square that is like yeah. him, her, Jack, yeah. and Kate, you know. But yeah, it definitely yeah. happened very quickly and seemed more like it was like a, I'm hot, you're hot. You wanna? Yeah. We're, 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 you know, like, yeah. Um, Jack and Kate bring Michael back, and Michael wakes up, and he's, you know, kind of weak, but he tells them that the others are living worse off than they are, which we're a little suspicious of. He's right. like, we, he's like, we, we, we found a bunker filled with makeup. They seem pretty right. fine to us. We feel like he's we like, no, no, no. He's like, no, their camp is really in bad shape, and tells them that. Um, so he's recovering in the hatch, but he tells them as soon as he feels better, he wants to get a group together to go rescue Walt. And Locke and Jack are like, we need more guns. So they go to Sawyer to ask for guns, and that's when Sawyer realizes that Anna Lucia took one. Mm -hmm. And Anna Lucia and Libby have kind of a moment where Libby is like, don't, you don't need to go get revenge on him. Like, he's in the hatch, they've got him, like... I'm glad Libby's around to just be like, hey, don't kill yourself. Hey, don't murder someone. Hey, don't. Yeah. Libby is just like the most voice of reason like person. She talks uh, to the we... dog. She's like, hey, don't take a shit on that carpet. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, and she's, and even more adorable is that a big subplot in this episode is Hurley and Libby want to have a romantic picnic. So they gather snacks and they like go to the spot and Hurley realizes he forgot to pack a blanket. Mm -hmm. And Libby is like, tell you what, Classic I'll Hurley. run I'll run down to the hatch and grab a blanket. You go talk to Rose and Bernard and see if they are willing to share some of that wine that I know that they have. Uh -huh. um, and Hurley and Hurley's like, okay, cool, good idea. So she goes off to the hatch to get a blanket. Michael's recovering. Anna Lucia shows up, and Michael's kind of like, who are, like, oh, right, no, they knew each other because he was in that group. Right. But he's like, what's been going on? And she catches him up on who Henry is. And yeah. all the shit with the hot air balloon and everything that's been going on. And she tells Michael that she went in to try to get revenge on him to shoot him, but she couldn't bring herself to do it. Mm -hmm. And Michael's like, I'll do it. Oh, and, she's shit. Like, and she's like, okay. And she hands Michael the gun and Michael immediately shoots Anna Lucia in the stomach. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, no! But he said he was going to shoot Henry. Yeah. Then he turns and sees that Libby holding a blanket has seen him do this. No! Two for the road! Turns and shoots her twice, too. Oh, no! But she's the only person! Why didn't she tell him not to do it? She could have stopped him! <laughs> then he goes to the... Then he goes to the room where Henry is being held, opens the door, and shoots himself in the arm, and that's where the episode ends. Oh, motherfuck! Oh, David, they're never gonna he's, know. Here's, here's what's having, happening, is that the others are making him do it to, like save Walt or get to Walt get back. Walt back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yep. They, they, they basically said like, we'll give you your son. If you, if you go get this if guy, you get this guy out and fuck everything up and ah, make ah. it, and you know, and make it look like he escaped, escaped. And yeah. so that basically so that he can still be a man on the inside, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. David, um, a man on the inside, like behind enemy knives, not like, so he can feel like a man on the inside. Like <laughs> I'm a man. I can do this. <laughs> so here's the behind the scenes thing with this episode. It's called Two for the Road. 
Shortly before this episode was shot and aired, both Michelle Rodriguez and Cynthia Watros, who play Anna Lucia and Libby, were uh-huh. arrested for getting DUIs in Hawaii during filming. Oh, uh, no. On the same night? Like, they both? Yes, they were... the same night. They were, like, driving to and from the same place, like, meeting each other. Oh, no. And, and so they both got DUIs. And then this episode came out, so people kind of, there were people that were like, it makes sense that they killed them off, but the producers and writers of the show were like, we swear we planned this a year ago, we swear this was always planned, it had nothing to do with the It's not retribution, it's not... But the episode is called (laughs) Two for the Road. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So in my head, there's no, I just, I just feel like it has to be, I, I don't know. Uh, do do you think do you think if they would have stayed on the show that there would have been storylines for them? Do you think that they could have continued on with them, or do you feel like maybe they sort of ran their course too fast with them and there was too many characters? I absolutely think at least for Libby there were things planned because yeah. they end up kind of getting to revisit the the her in the mental hospital thing in like sort of a quick roundabout way but it feels like they had a larger idea for what they wanted to do with her and hurley yeah um that they that they maybe never got to um michelle rodriguez it's hard to say um because it is like it is her flashback episode and it feels kind of like same with shannon like when people die it tends to be in their episode you know what i mean it tends to be where we get a flashback that kind of like closes their arc off or whatever yeah um, so she gets that. Her arc gets closed off in this episode, whereas right. Libby's really Libby's really doesn't. Right. Um, uh, does that mean then that Anna Lucia dies from her bullet wound? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're they're dead. I wanted more. I wanted more. I wanted more from her. I don't know what I wanted, but I wanted her to do something well, more you than just what she did. Michelle Rodriguez, like <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So that's a, uh, that's a bummer. It's a bummer. That was what that was one of those big like shocking like double deaths though. Like, you know, we're a little more used to it now. At the yeah. time in like the mid 2000s, it was uncommon for shows to kill off main characters with the regularity that Lost did. Yeah. Um and so when it happened, people were still like Oh man! Like oh no! Yeah. Like these days, these days, like people are desensitized. Like especially like Game of Thrones. Like by right. season three, you're like, okay, yeah, uh, okay, anyone can go. We get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, when this happened, everyone was like, what? No! Yeah. <laughs> but then thought about the DUIs and were like, okay, well. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we can't support that, so. But, uh, okay. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a weird I mean, situation. the fact that it's called Two for the Road, were there thematically <laughs> elements of driving in, the, like, the episode? I mean, Absolutely tech- not. Technically yeah, so, his dad. so that's either that was either done for that, or at the very least, it, that was already written that way. And uh, when they, they released like, it, they were like, "Nah, keep it." Yeah. yeah okay. So. <laughs> okay so for the road. <laughs> yeah. I know. So coming up is the end of this season. Correct? How many episodes are there? There are. Uh, yeah, season two took us a little longer. There are three episodes left in season two. If you oh, have cool. the two-part finale as you know one episode, which okay, it basically let's is. save it for next but, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll save, save it for those. next time. We'll close out season two and maybe do like the first episode or two of season three next time. Absolutely, which yeah, always we'll feel feels like which is always the worst part of finishing a season. 
Because you, you, right, you now you get to this thing. It's like, great, now what else do we get? No, now we got to wait six months or whatever for like them to go film it. And shit like that. <laughs> we'll just circle right back around. Right. But not this time. We get to get all the juicy tidbits right up front. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's go to lessons. Let's do it. Lessons. Yeah, what are lessons, guys? Don't well, drink and drive. Don't drink and don't drive. Don't drink and drive. Absolutely. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> If you drink and drive, you will lose your spot in a major hit network show. That's right. Yeah, yeah you will. Probably. If you do... If, if you're not a white guy. Right, correct. If you do Jeep <laughs> the Road, your career's going to need an SOS and no one named Dave can save it. And then you'll be sad and on lockdown. So I feel like that's a good lesson all around. Uh, uh, never trust Michael Emerson and his creepy yeah, face. I mean, that's that's a... That should be a given. I feel like you should – every preschooler should be like A, B, C, fuck that guy. Like, right. uh, Just like the classic Cheech and Chong sketch, Dave's not here, you guys. Dave's not real. Dave's not coming right back. Here. You I'm can right knock on the door as much as you want. Dave's not I've here. He's been, been speaking to you all along. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> Uh, don't, uh, if you're going on a picnic and you don't have a blanket, don't go out of your way to get another one. It's, it's not, the, 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 the risk benefit ratio is not worth it. Especially not if the place you have to go to get a blanket is like a secret government installation <laughs> yeah, in yeah. which, in which I mean, that, people are being like held and like the guns are and like, yeah, just. That does ramp it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You could really gaslight people really easily if you just tell them the opposite of what they're telling you to do. Like, Dipper, <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't park your car. I lit it on fire and burned it. Your car is burned now. Your car doesn't what? exist anymore. That's not really gaslighting so much as just lying to a just, person. Yeah. That's what that guy did to Locke. He told him he didn't hit the buns or whatever. Yeah, he no, I understood him. the analogy you were making. I just... <laughs> I think the I mean, most unless, important... Wait, do you think oh. gaslighting means lighting gasoline on fire? Yeah, like with you... Like, blow up an airplane. You gaslit it. It's all exploded now. Famous gaslighting uh, in 9-11. Gaslighting. They, obviously, oh, that no. fire was lit. Well, that no. gas They're, was on okay. fire. Now we're going to no, get no. to uh, <laughs> because <laughs> Probably one of the Die Hard movies Wait. has some gaslighting in it. What was the first? I mean, I know, I know why. You but, do but, know like, why. Why was the first example you gave 9-11? <laughs> uh, I think a good no, lesson I, I think I think a good lesson from this episode is make lemons from lemonade. If you're stuck on an island with your true love, just make a life <laughs> on the island. Yeah, right? Just I was, like I was gonna have that same lesson, but I love the uh the the quickness with which you pivoted right there. <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta Robinson Crusoe your life and like have a good island life now. Yeah, have a dog yeah. and a cabin and just do it. Yeah. You don't know where life is going to, you know, take you. And if you find yourself somewhere that's working out, then why fight it? Happy yeah. life, happy island life. That's the same. <laughs> uh, guys, don't follow ghosts into the jungle. Don't follow ghosts <laughs> into the jungle. It's a really smart. Don't follow ghosts down the hallway. Right. Don't absolutely. follow ghosts into the next room. Right. <laughs> don't follow ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Don't follow things called ghost in the darkness. Even just anything with ghost in the name. Just don't visit it. <laughs> ghost in the darkness was lions, but they were like special lions. Oh. Ghost in the Shell was humanity. Yeah, that's different. That's like yeah, that's like psychic AI and shit like that. All right. Any other lessons we're, that are glaring? Anything else we're missing? 
I think no, we hit the big ones. We had one. We had one sometime during it, but I'm blanking on what it was. But we said it was a lesson then, so we covered it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it might be. Don't put too much milk in your cereal. I think that popped it, up at one point. You know what? I, it might have been. And I, that think that was, I think that's yeah. was, yeah, I think that's that was. I think that's what it was. That is important. Well. Join us next time for the six for the exciting exclusion successful, successful inclusion <laughs> of all of us in finishing season two of Lost. Who knows what bullets will go flying next time? Uh, David, do you think they're going to kill off anybody else next time? Do I think they're going to kill anyone else in like the last four episodes of the season? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think, I think another I think another person is going to get hurt. I think another person's gonna have their arm in a sling, but I feel like they. I feel like if you kill two people, like you've met your quota for the season. Well, Locke is like Locke is turning around right now because yeah. he got a spike through a leg. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. So we've already we've already got an injured person. We're gonna have one more high profile death probably in the finale. Yeah. Maybe one more slightly less high profile but still high profile death in the episode before the finale. Or a fake out death. I, I think we will get we'll get at least one fake out death for sure. Oh, we haven't. We that's a really good guess. We haven't guessed like the person that's like, oh no, they disappear, but like they're fine. They're gonna tell us Hurley died, and they're gonna wait two episodes to be like, no, he didn't. He's just hurt real bad, but he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will tell you. Uh, there, I won't tell you who, but there is a character in this show who pulls. Well, I guess, I guess they did it first, but pulls that same trick that like. Bran and the Hound pulled in Game of Thrones where they just, like, weren't in season five. Sure. There's a character that's just, like, <laughs> not around for a season and then kind of comes back like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I won't say who. Perfect. Okay, cool. Well, thank Vincent. you for all of your lost insight. I'm excited to get the answer answers to the questions that have been burning in my mind. We're not getting any answers. It's only season two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be a while. Yeah, it's going to uh, be a Zipper, minute, but we'll start have, getting people them. Have, we'll start Go getting ahead. them soon. Uh, yeah. If you have answers to give to people, where can people get answers from you? Oh, I don't think I have anything. Because you're famously an information and answers service. No way. But if you want stupid jokes about movies, follow me on Letterboxd. Perfect. Um, uh, or on Twitter, where I'm not really being directly... I'm not really... I, active. I, hey, man, I'm not active too. right now. I'm on a break. But, uh, but yeah, that's a place. Grog is here on Twitter with two Gs at the beginning. And... You know, you check talking out the down on YouTube, etc. You, you talking superheroes anywhere right now? Oh yeah, Longman Miller on the New Fifty Two and You podcast. It's always yeah. a good time. It is a good time. Well, listen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Storytime Lost Edition. I'm Michael Santel. I'm David Miller, and I'm a polar bear. <laughs> and we'll see you all next time. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. That's our show, thanks for coming round Don't be sad, no need to frown We'll have more stories, don't throw a fit Goodbye one and all, and we'll see you in a bit Faciani, I did it with him and I was like Oh, you know what, that makes way more sense than what I've been having us do on our show for years What does he do? <laughs> he just says, he counts down from three, two, one, And then you both say sync at the same time Great, let's all just say sync at the same time. No, I don't want to mess with the system because it ain't broke. So we're gonna do okay. our we're gonna do our sync the way we do our sync, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Three, two, one, David Miller. Michael Santel. Eric Zipper. See, it gives me it gives me leeway. It gives me sort of yeah. fudge room.